2: Wednesday morning, a beautiful one where uh, I'm, everybody's emailing in about this tragedy we've got on gays of our lives. Now David says, let me start by saying this. I think there's a twist to this story that you're not telling us. John, does Megan have a brother? What if the letter, he tells the, he the listeners, what if the letter was actually from Megan and you're doing all this to lead up to your big reveal that you're no longer a pristine gay? And you got caught boning Megan's brother. The mm. plot it thickens. No
1: way. <laughs> I'm not into bald dudes. So, I know it's weird, right? And Megan hasn't come in here in a bikini anytime, you know, <laughs> recently. So you know. Oh, you'd hose it. <laughs> pretty, <laughs> if you're taking it back, pretty solid. In a bikini would be like, yeah. yeah <laughs> Tripp would come running down the hall like a yeah, running back, just <laughs> four 40 yeah.
2: Trip was at my house the other day. It was a great thing, and it, we were just talking and we grabbing grapefruit. Megan had a half shirt that said Aerosmith on it. Nice shirt. And I'm like, you're not looking at the shirt because I have no idea what's on that shirt. And then we just, <laughs> and then he took grapefruits and he left. It did look nice. <laughs> Megan's on the phone. We're not even... Like, she's in a distance. We're not even near each other. And he just decided to go over there and go, take his chances. (laughs) I know you're not satisfied. I can see it in your eyes and in your husband. (laughs) He's handing her a card. If you ever need any help, you know...
0: Trip service. Yeah.
2: This one says, uh, I think uh, the gay husband story, I think she's only looking, the wife, at the dark side of the story. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, she has had many thanksgivings with her brother sitting on her husband's laugh at the dinner table and thinking something going on here. I think that too. I think, I don't think you can go 11 years with a gay brother and a gay husband having an affair behind your back and not see something that you're like, wait a tick. Will you two quit it? The tickling has got to stop uh donovan says hey john is that lady who's uh, offering up her services bone and fat broken douche combat vets i'm not proud <laughs> face like mine you gotta ask <laughs> ask dick and fart guy to help you get laid that's where i am i'm into crazy chicks the possibility of waking up with a knife in my chest that kind of does something for me donovan if she emails back i'll fire it over there because anything for our vet, i think i like that you're a Fat, broken, lazy, douche, vet. I think that's how you describe yourself, but it's fantastic. Half this building, too, <laughs> man. Oh, if she showed up here, I like the. We don't know the guy, so I think the lawn... It depends on how she, if she's if she's got the like you said, the Megan Fox look, the equipment, and yeah. she wanders in in the bikini and says, "I haven't been satisfied in years." There is sort of a there's a crazy element too hot girls that go too far too fast. We've witnessed that. It won't take long for a line to line up. Th- there was candidates? No. I say that, you know, I'd be I'd hop on for the stories and I I think it would be great. I don't know if I'd have the ability. There's the story almost gets better though cuz when uh, there was a situation here in this building once when I was a free and easy single for a period of time and uh that beautiful person in this city sent me underwear and we all went, uh-oh, call the authority. <laughs> we were worried that it was going to be a murder. Like it wasn't a normal move. So when somebody goes too far and, and then, you know, of course, turns out insane. <laughs> and we had that nut bag that showed up that we all, yeah, that's piles, she's adorable. She's out there and she wants to meet you guys. And she turned out thinking that I was a shapeshifter and, that there was a satanic version of me and a real version of me, and she couldn't discern which was what. And me, and we're sitting in an office where they're like, "But you're so you're so hot, like you're you're really hot. What are you talking about shape shifting? And am I a what? Am I a wind talker? What the hell? It's the first thing I think of when I heard when you're
0: telling the story when she came to the,
2: which, yeah, that, the bikini. That chick. Yeah,
0: I just thought of that.
2: That like, was the that's still that just
0: it, it's weird how it removes things. Yeah, but we did have. You know, we were like, oh, come on, John, you got
2: you, you to gotta do this. Everybody was pushing me to still, like, you got to do it. What was that? That was years ago. And we are all laughing about it, but it took us 30 minutes to realize this isn't healthy crazy. This is dangerous crazy. Turns out, I don't know if Brett wasn't on the air. It was a no. weekend. She shows up at the station with a suitcase full of rocks in her underwear, chucking rocks at the building, screaming, I know he's in there, I know he's in there. That was the amazing thing is that after all that talk, she said, I have the bags packed. The kids are in the car. Are you coming with us? She packed twice. Yeah. And I'm like, you have what? And that's when I'm like, all right, you need to go. My bags are packed. The kids are in the car. Either you're the real John Holmberg or you're Satan's version. Whoa. And I'm like, I'm what then? The kids are in the car. Are you coming with? Because I know I talked to you last night. And I'm like, nobody talked to me last night. And that was when the, the fun of it all went away and the realization of, oh, no and she was nuts for a while. We had pictures of her all over the place. It was crazy.
0: Good interview though. Her name was Enjoyed Lisa. It. it was a fu- it,
2: look again for the story. Would I do it again? Yeah. Uh, like that was a fun <laughs> story. Was harmless. It was a fun story. Adorable. Though. Like, you know, tiny, you know, sm- all smiles, hair was done, wearing boxers. Our old well, that was the second time. The first time she was dressed like a normal person. And our boss, who's seen he was probably 100 years old at that point. There's an adorable girl here in the front that wants to meet you. She's just cute as can be. <laughs> okay, we'll wait till the show's over. She'll wait. Well, she waited. <laughs> had the car running in the parking lot with no kids in it. But I was just
1: going to say, how are the kids, were the kids sitting there waiting for a... She had. They, Papa had
2: they were mine, evidently. Oh. And I, yeah, I had shapeshifted into a different form. And she said, and that was the first thing. You don't look the same as you did last night. And I'm like, I don't? And it was all kind of like these blank moments where you're, you think you're dealing with somebody normal. So they say something that doesn't make sense. And you're kind of like, huh? And you don't realize crazy immediately. You don't look the same as when we talked last night. I'm like, we talked last night? You know, we talked last night. I'm like, all right. What? Okay. It's, you know, it's the hot girl thing. Yeah. We talked about it a little yesterday. You know, I'm Swedish. But if you're hot and you call me Swiss, it's a pass. If you're ugly, I'm going to correct you. <laughs> that's basically ah, you're fine.
1: So you're Swiss? Well,
2: good enough. That's S W. Sure. I don't
1: know. Yeah. All right.
2: I'm not gonna make you feel bad. You're beautiful. A pig says. So you're Swiss? No, you dumbass. Buy a map. <laughs> you better start to learn to tell better stories because nobody wants to look at you. That's yeah. just, that's how hard it is to be a woman. That's how guys are. This one says, you should email the chick back and tell her to come down to the station in a bikini to tell her side on the air. <laughs> I bet you she's been in one of our MILF contests. Oh, probably. Uh, then take pics. If she looks like Brady, though, don't take pics and just kick her out. See, that's how it is. It's for, is. We'll tolerate you if you yeah, look We would have yeah, yeah, shown that, in. though, in the letter. We'll sit through dumb and crazy if you're really hot. But if you're not, we're going to correct you or we're going to ask you to leave. <laughs> Put something on.
1: So you're a Swiss man?
2: No, you're Swiss cheese. Get out. <laughs> Audrey said it, and I was like, "I should fix this." But she, nah. she seems to be midstream in the sentence. I don't want to be rude. <laughs> How are your allergies? Are you doing all right with allergies? Kirby's allergies doing all right. Kirby's getting rocked. Is she getting beat up? Yeah. Uh, you're doing I'm okay. How are you getting beat yeah, up? Yeah, too? pretty good. It's starting to bloom. Allergy to grow. meds every morning. Just to let you know, it might not be allergies because I, I don't know if I had an allergy attack last week. My head felt like it was going to explode. I still a little stuffy. Uh, A Florida man thought he had allergies and then couldn't breathe and got really bad and started started to choke on the post-nasal drip. Like, (coughs) he's choking at night. This is bad. And so we went to the doctor to say, like, I need to get checked out here. Uh, Didn't have allergies after all. Uh, Ended up with um, 150 living bugs that were inside his nose.
0: Bigger uh, than it, it, w- it wasn't maggots, it was larvae. larvae. Right? Or yeah, it was it like was
1: worms, so was, basically like a baby or a worms, of
0: some sort. maggot type thing. Yeah,
1: we've seen videos of that. Yeah, it says over
2: a couple hours, my face started to swell up. I thought I was having a uh, sinus attack, I could hardly talk. I couldn't get up uh, to go to the bathroom, my nose would start bleeding immediately. I'm like, wow, these allergies are bad. Uh, the doctor looked inside his nose with a camera and saw dozens and dozens of bugs feeding on the sinus cavity. Some as big as the end of a pinky finger. <laughs> Everybody just looked at their pinky finger. <laughs> you can't pick that a out. Look, no, you didn't blow your nose once and go, "Whoa, it's moving!" Like, give me some answers here. Yeah, how did he get up there? Doctor said I knew this guy was in big trouble. There was erosion that was occurring near the skull base, proximity to his eye and his brain. I
1: knew he was in trouble. You
2: think? Yeah, <laughs> they were right up against the skull base, right under the brain. Had they gone through, it would have killed him. The bugs have since been uh sent to an uh, epidemiologist to determine their species. He's gonna make a full recovery, but uh you know, as a man with a giant nose, I worry that pinky sized bugs can climb into my head without me realizing it isn't allergies. So just before you just brush it off as you know
1: a Claritin, You've day. got
0: the MGM grand. Oh
1: my god, I've, these are the sweets. You can house these are lot. bug sweets. I could have a tarantula in there and not know. <laughs> Got the Rain Man suite. At the... <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah there's, there's dancing.
2: It's the hangover. There's Mike Tyson playing a <laughs> piano. I, uh, for bugs, that scared me to death. As a big-nosed man, that scared me to death. And I worry about that kind of stuff because, you know, you never know when that stuff's going to happen. And then, oh, give me my Days of Our Lives music. All right. Finally, something amazing and interesting is happening. In the world of women's basketball,
1: Ooh. juicy, juicy
2: indeed. Have you been following the Ashley Scoggin story, the Nebraska player that's yeah. suing Nebraska because uh, her, sports, her it? and the coach were f- each other, and then she said that she felt like it was it became mandatory. That's what you get in uh, like if you had an all-gay. Football team. Eventually, the dudes are going to start f-ing each other. So, with girls' basketball, it was a matter of time. Now, a few of the girls have married each other. Brittany Griner married a, a player. Like you would never have that in the pros. It's like there's Mikel Bridges; he's guarding his husband, Grayson Allen. It's just not. It's just not prominent in men's sports because it's not for gay, ex- like prominently gay players. There's probably gay players, but prominently gay players. The, the girls' basketball is like. Ninety percent gay, their own admission that a lot of it's gay. Humburg's morning Humburg's. Humburg's. Holmberg's morning sickness. So it was a matter of time before we started to have, like, not only, like, teammates boning each other, but stories about it. Now a lawsuit. This Ashley Scoggin is a guard for, she played for Nebraska women's basketball team, filed a civil lawsuit and said her coach, Amy Williams, uh, didn't take proper action after, or the school didn't take proper action after they found out that she was having a relationship. Uh, yeah. Scoggin' the Scoggin'. Oh wait, this one says it was with a guy. I thought it was with her girl. Co- well, that's no good if she's just boning one of the guy coaches. Well, come on, that's why they've never taken. No, it. I was gonna Aww, say, what a waste! Coach.
1: Look, that's her. She's hot. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Well, what a waste.
2: And this one said the original story said that she was having sex with her coach. And it turns out it was the assistant. That's a, that's, a nice, was a dude, that's a nice couple too. Yeah, that. Why are we upset about this? How is this guy expected to ignore her? Still a good story, and finally something interesting in women's basketball. Again, the dude coaches are going to bang the hot, the straight ones. <laughs> <It's> all right. <laughs> anyway, uh, evidently this coach kind of honed in on Scoggin. as...
1: I can't blame can't him. Can't either. Oh.
2: And eventually the relationship became sexual. She was afraid to back out for fear of retaliation if she refused to participate. She didn't like. The, she didn't like the two a days. I saw Coach Love and Scoggin and assumed girl basketball was girl coaches. Well, it's not nearly as interesting, but she is kind of hot. And She's put together pretty well. If she showed up at work in a bikini and said, somebody satisfy yeah. me. Somebody's going to do it. How do you turn down Chuck Love? Chuck Love? I'm Chuck Love, baby.
1: I'm Ashley.
2: How you doing? I'm Chuck Love. <laughs> I'm your defensive coach. Coach Love? Here's what we're going to do. You got to get down in that position, lower your legs, get down in a squat position, and now defend yourself against this dick here. All right, here it comes. (laughs) Try to keep it out the hole. Block it. Now stick your head in the dryer. (laughs) More pole drills. (laughs) Man. The only thing you got to defend is against my sweet ass being on top of you. She's solid. Yeah. It's finally interesting girls' basketball news, though. Uh, they filed the suit and said the university doesn't comment. Now, I had assumed, my bad, I didn't see Chuck Love. I saw and got real excited about the fact that lesbians are going to play together. I a ball about... little ball when yeah, I was man, I'm kind of hoping that. But no, it turns out Chuck Love is having sex with her. But it's still good girl basketball news, and we need that. So now, can you have men coaching First girls basketball? I, I know. Because that would be tough. You got the hot heterosexual. She seems a little interested. All the other girls are lesbians. I There's think, love triangles all over girls' basketball, and I think the WNBA needs to focus in on that, the love triangles that go. Because when I found out Brittany Griner had her wife playing for another team, well, this could get interesting. Did they ever settle the a paternity, paternity case? No, I think that uh, okay. I think that got silly. <laughs> and that stayed sideways for a while because judges don't know what to do when two women are having a paternity suit. <laughs> it's a different time. But yeah, that was—and that was when the WNBA was super interesting. It, ha- it was trying so hard to be like the NBA, they actually had a paternity case. Someone was denying fatherhood, even in the WNBA. And I think lost. But they need to, that's, that's what makes their game more interesting. The NFL's all about soap operas. I mean, Taylor and uh, Travis, that whole thing's gotten so crazy. And, you know, you always have these side stories. It's more than just the game. The WNBA wants you to focus on the game, which is terrible. Start throwing in some of these relationship issues. Have Kevin Ray call the game for the Mercury again and go, you know, they used to date, so there's some bad blood here. Ooh-hoo-hoo! And now I'm interested, like, are they going to throw punches? Can I get some mic'd-up moments between her and her ex-wife? That's good stuff. They won't do it because they're cowards. That old league stinks like that. But if they're going to start having sex with each other, I mean, I'd be more interested if, if you know, if you were watching football... Patrick Mahomes, he was picked off by uh, Minka Fitzpatrick. You know, they have a gay relationship, and things are not going well. We'll be right back with more of the third quarter. Like, ooh, what did he say? Patrick Mahomes and Minka are having sex? It adds a little something. And it's going to happen. There was
0: a team, um, a woman's team, that they, I'm not sure if it was WNBA or college, they were going out, and it was accepted. They were. Yeah. They got married. Madden's Still was time. coach and player. Oh, I, Look,
2: the one thing about a WNBA championship parade is how it ends, which is just a scissor dance at the Bar Lesbos. It is just all – there is no way those chicks are spending that much time together and not just getting it on. At least that's what I like to imagine. <laughs> Finally, it's an interesting idea. You know, the most interesting time golf ever had – was in golf when Tiger Woods was getting smashed with golf clubs and driving around high as a kite because he had his story banging per- Perkins per- Perkins waitresses. waitresses with their tampons flying out windows. We didn't. That's the most interesting golf has ever been. The most interesting the Phoenix Suns have ever been. Back when he was a winner, yeah. Back when the guy and then when they took all that away from him, now he can't even stay on the course. For, he gets the flu real easy. He's barely walking. His back spasms out. You give him Perkins whores and some Percocet, and this dude will dominate golf again in his fifties. The most interesting the Phoenix Suns have ever been, ever, there's, there's, a, there's a 1 and a 1A with this, is not on the basketball court. It's the Steve Nash story. That is, And everyone knows it. It's the best sports story the city has ever had. Steve Nash's wife has a baby. Nobody knows if it's true or not, but everybody knows it, that the baby comes out, he divorces her in the delivery room. He was going to wait to see what popped out. Rumor has it, it was Leandro Barbosa or for uh, Jason Richardson. I don't remember. I think that might have been the other guy. There was a couple of dudes. And they get shuttled out of town within a week. They're gone. Traded. Immediately. Like, there's no rumor of it before, and then they're gone. Now, it's weird because Leandro and Steve have been in the same buildings a few times and on the same coaching staffs, and So you kind of think maybe that's not it. But he divorced her. And so who knows what's true? But we love and them. No one's asked him no, yet. No, we love that stuff. So the second most interesting the Suns have ever been is when they were horrible. Then COVID happens. They go down to that bubble dome in Florida. Evidently, the entire team has group sex with one girl, and they go 8 0 oh in the bubble and almost make it into the playoffs. <laughs> Remember that? That than the whores. And she goes on a podcast and says, Yeah, I f all of the Phoenix Suns, all of them. In one day, they were lined up in the hotel room at the bubble. And the big thing the NBA said, nobody was supposed to be in that bubble. Oh, they snuck us in. But, uh, no outsiders with them. It was COVID protocol. It looks like they weren't keeping their distance. Yeah. The whole team f- this girl. The son shouldn't even been there. They were horrible. And they got invited last minute. And they go 8-0 in the bubble and almost make it into the playoffs.
0: The only other story that uh, his son's lore is uh, losing a big sponsor. One of their major sponsors. One of
2: their yeah, the guy, one of their nickname employees got involved with the wife. Starts bone one of their their sponsors. Uh, one of the guys on the bones, the wife of a sponsor, pu- and suddenly those signs are missing from they're the gone. building. They're, gone. they're, gone. Like they're we, gone. We lost the sponsorship. <laughs> Take the signs down, and you can't work here anymore. How about the Suns drug scandal in the eighties? It uh, the stuff we do, like. The WNBA needs to lean in. On the fact that their players are probably f-ing each other or a couple of the man coaches. I'd have popcorn in the front row if I was like, oh, she used to date her. And it ended badly because she cheated with the Center for the Liberty.
1: Ooh.
2: <laughs> That's what we really like. And we act like we don't have my sportsman. No, we like, we like deep down as much as we were annoyed by Taylor Swift. It was great conversation. We like talking about it. It was at every Super Bowl party. The, there was the fours and against, and it, we like that. We like the divisive nature of like, oh, she loves the Taylor Swift. I'm going to boo every time Taylor's on just to get that person upset. We love that stuff. Soap opera within the game. The game is fun, but it's the reason that WWE is so successful. It's Hillbilly yeah. Soap Opera. Make him up with some gems. Baseball? What's the greatest baseball story you know? I bet you it's not about baseball. Because the best one I know is that Kevin Cal. Costner and <laughs> Cal Ripken might have had a fight because one of them saw the other boning a lady that shouldn't have been getting boned by one of them and then Rain it, out somehow or another the sprinklers wouldn't turn off in Baltimore and they had to cancel the game. To keep his streak alive. To keep Cal Ripken's incredible Lou Gehrig streak alive. People, and no one shot
1: that one People down say yet. it's
2: not true, but now that Kevin Costner's going through his divorce and evidently might have impregnated somebody on the set of Yellowstone, but that's not confirmed. You're like, maybe Kevin was in on this thing. Was Jules it, fine with it. Was it Cal banging Kevin's wife or Kevin banging? Other way around. Kevin was Kevin banging Cal's was, yeah. wife in a hotel.
0: I had heard Wasn't they it? were, he went over, there. they were friends. Great story. And he went over to the house and was hanging oh. out with them. Because I think it was around the time. Well, Kevin had a house in Baltimore? Or- no, it was oh, I Cal's, see. House. Cal's house in Baltimore. Gotcha. And I think uh, the film. Good Tim- story. Right around Tin Cup or something around that. I don't know. But he went over there. And Cal says, I got to go to the ballpark. And he forgot something, comes back around, has to turn around. Kevin's already something. knee deep. Yeah, walked Man. in on it. See,
2: now, these are good stories. The lure of it all. Well, you know how I know I'm right about this? When you think about the Los Angeles Lakers and Magic Johnson, what just popped in your mind? <laughs> how did it happen? <laughs> you're not thinking about that amazing no-look pass to Vlade Divac in, Isaiah. The, in the 91 finals. You're not, you're not thinking. You'd think Isaiah Thomas and him might have gotten into a pile and somebody had some infected, uh, you know, packages.
1: Come on, cook. I to get to eight.
2: The Good. party. Magic parties, sex parties in Los Angeles through the '80s. Magic Johnson was drafted in 1979 and retired in like 1991 or two, whenever it was, when he got the HIV. That was the epicenter for not only cocaine and partying, but the AIDS thing. Come on, cook, (laughs) cook! You give me all meat, cook.
0: Whatever party you think you could have in the Midwest or something. Put it on steroids in L.A. Whatever part and of you-, you learn from, yeah, yeah. you learn from the master, Jerry Buss.
2: Exactly the coke and the alcohol. Again, that's why I said that I didn't like the Greatest Night in Pop documentary. It's not. It's 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 a fluff piece. It's terrible, actually. When you watch it for like, oh, this is supposed to be what happened. You guys are full of. Sh- the only thing that made We Are the World possible was cocaine. Period. Zero. End of story. Without the. Pr- and also, that room full of people, 40 superstars of the time, not getting paid. <laughs> Trust me. Great night. Shaking yeah. hands,
0: leaving the building. Yeah. Five minutes afterwards. Just... Not
2: all of them. That's a rap gang. You- Waylon Jennings didn't care about feeding Africans. He left because they were going to speak Swahili. He was there for the cocaine. <laughs> Bloomberg's morning Sickness. The
0: reason why Diana Ross was crying
2: at the end. <laughs> They're
1: out. I didn't want this night to end.
2: Right, because you've got nowhere to go and you're not tired.
1: Somebody took the last The <laughs> <laughs> Cocaine is gone.
2: Yeah, we're all going home now. <laughs> Cocaine's gone. <laughs> I think we've got children.
1: Yeah, that whole thing. The whole thing. Hell, even Dan Aykroyd showed up. Dan Aykroyd the coke, was that's there. That's proof everybody yeah, was totally on coke. Right. Dan Aykroyd
2: was there. You're on Coke. They're
0: all mad. Who invited Steve Perry? That dude. <laughs> Perry has a vacuum. To, stop saying, yeah,
2: that dude's nose. You don't want that at a Coke party. That's like asking me at a Coke party. Like, Great, <laughs> he's going to hog. We are the world. Get his line done early. And all of its beauty and glory and charitable everything was fueled and brought to you by Columbian Dust. I don't like documentaries a lie to me, but yeah. So you start thinking about things that are interesting. I like girls' basketball when it, when it starts turning into sexy time. Like, if I could get a Sophie Cunningham story about the Mercury, i text my sales guy at the Suns, and I said, hey, uh, just out of the blue, I said, hey, um, why don't you knock out a pair of season tickets for me for the Mercury this summer? And he te- and I said, "I'm really dying for like the sweets and the, the full package." Hit me, hit me for the whole deal. And he texts back. He goes, "Homburg, really? I didn't think you would be interested in that." And I'm like, "Nah, I'm not. I just wanted to have you as a salesperson know what it felt like for the very first time to have someone actually request season tickets to the Mercury." <laughs> and like, I was doing it for your, you know, for he's you. Like,
0: well, you got it. Yeah, because I call back. It was the same thing. Oh, no, really? Are you look, serious?
2: I text Dylan a lot. About, like, things, and he, he usually takes a little while to get back to me. When I hit him with, hey, can I have Mercury season tickets? I know in the sales department over at the Suns Mercury, the pressure is on for the sales guys to have Mercury numbers. It's the same thing we've got here in our sales staff. KUPD, KSLX, it's fine. you got to sell the other stations. Like, you have to include that sports station now. And you've got numbers, you, a budget you have to hit for even the cruddy stations. And it's true. And, and it's, you know, they're good deals most of the time you can get. But eh, let's be honest. They don't really want to waste their time selling Bob Kemp's show at all <laughs> uh, over at the sports. We have a sports Well, it's day. probably Nobody similar knows.
0: to what they do, the WNBA, the incentive. Okay, you know what? Right. We'll split it with you. Yeah. We we'll go fifty-fifty. Yeah. You sell that.
2: The person who sells the most Mercury season tickets gets a free weekend at Lesbos, the Isle of Lesbos, just off the Greek
1: coast. It's probably like trying to sell Kiss twelve thirty back in the day. Uh, it, you got a huge percentage. Of it you was sold throw-ins.
2: It. Brady knows. It's like yeah. all right, and we'll throw in some some additional on Kiss twelve thirty. You, you didn't try. You you're, you had to hit some. Back then, they didn't added the coverage. Out. Right. Yeah, we're getting more people, but you didn't have a budget for twelve thirty like no. the way they do here now. No. And I guarantee you that the sun sales department has a budget to sell mercury tickets.
1: How much could a season of, of sweets at the, at the mercury cost? I mean, it can't if be it's more than a hundred
2: dollars. Think... They're breaking your balls. <laughs> and here's the thing. This is what I'm saying. Sales department. Again, another great idea. You won't take advantage of this show has loaded, loaded the city with great idea after great idea on how you can market your sports teams better. The coyotes never listened to us and look at the pickle they in. Uh, if you, as a salesperson for the Phoenix Mercury, want people interested, you start sending out a newsletter every week of who's bone and who on the team and who's visiting and who used to have sex, like the relationships that could possibly turn into like big messes. And these two used to date, and now there's big, see if you can see the tension on the court tonight when the Liberty take on the Mercury. And make it about the soap opera and start selling it. And then give the girls mics every once in a while. You know, I used to scissor with her. And those days are over, and Sophie Cunningham might have a boyfriend, and who knows what. We love that stuff. If, if, if Taylor and Travis taught us anything, it sells tickets to have that, you know, a celebrity start hanging around. So I told him that. But I, that's the best way to do it. He got back to me so fast. And I'm like, you've never had anybody text you that before, and he goes, I hate you right now. And I'm like, I know, because you've got numbers to hit for the mercury, and that was an easy. That fish jumped in the boat, but I was just kidding. Ah. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> 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 you see when Caitlin Clark gets in the league. All right, yeah, you'll sell out one game the first year. You need some action on that court in order for people to be interested. Baseball stories are all that way. Football was all Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift this year. We I, love the side uh, stories.
0: The, the side stories, yeah, with the spring training oh. in town. I'd heard another one. It's never been confirmed or or refuted. Okay. But however long Ricky Henderson played in Major League Baseball, had a travel spouse. No kidding. He had a... During the baseball season? Interesting.
2: That's very interesting. Just a lady that he wasn't married to that was his baseball what, what, wife. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Travel.
2: And she hung with him while the wife stayed home. home. base. The regular yeah, wife. stayed at home. Stayed at home and took care of whatever Ricky was yeah. doing there. Again, don't know. Is it real? Is it not real? Who knows? We're interested in a lot of things we shouldn't be interested in. I, as you get older, you realize, ah, it's not so bad. That's the more fun part. The entire reason I'm looking at a story right now that says woman in Memphis arrested for child neglect for posting pictures of her daughter waxing other people's genitals is the reason why we're really on this planet. The fact that's a news story that... Is national is proof we're all perverted weird. On TMZ, that's on the biggest yeah. breaky a woman in Memphis was arrested for having her young daughter wax vaginas of adult women and she filmed it. How old's the daughter? <laughs> Not very old. The mom's only thirty. Uh, the five year old, she's five, the daughter. That's from. a little young. It's a little young to be yeah. vagina waxing. Now an argument to that is that. It's not a sexual act. Right? Not really. Ladies always wanting that side story to be that, hey, this isn't about a sex thing. It's I grooming. Can, it's grooming. It's grooming. It's hygiene. She's teaching at an early age. So uh, here, Brady, is a, a still photo of some. The genitals have been blurred out. Little a little, <laughs> little it disturbing. little strange to see if it, I'm not for it. I'm just throwing the devil's uh, advocate out there. There's mom. She's busy. She had a lot going on. She had to take on, uh, she had to hire some help. She could probably increase
0: her clientele now that she has an apprentice.
2: Now, is it the mom or the person that said, uh, why is a five-year-old waxing my vagina but stayed? Because I know if I'm about to get a physical at the doctor's office and he's like, I am so busy today. Hopefully you don't mind that my son comes in here real quick and does the exam. I'd be like, I I mind. I I mind that a lot. (laughs) How old is he? He's five, but he knows where the balls are. I'm like, I I mind this a lot. (laughs) Even Even if it's just a haircut. If you went to Sport Cuts... I'm swamped. My daughter's going to cut your hair today, and a five-year-old grabs some scissors. You get up and you leave. All right, look, fifty
1: percent off
2: today, <laughs> just because you, I'm putting you. Yeah. Getting your hair cut by a kindergartner. Yeah. If I'm getting my balls waxed, and the lady that says, "All right, I'll be right back," leaves, and a five-year-old comes in with, uh, you know, one of those popsicle sticks covered in, and I'm like, I know what to do. I'm like, no, nah, that's enough. We're done here. I don't care how cheap this is, but the picture is a woman. With her pants off and a five-year-old's waxing her vagina. Getting the service. Who's guiltier? The mom or the lady who's like, yeah, God. Both. <laughs> Everybody's guilty. But I think more so the woman with her pants off. She's got to know that, yeah, the client has to
0: know that. That picture is not going to... Why are you taking are going to have time to explain. Pictures? Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, it, and now, the one thing they're worried about is that may not be authentic photographs. So here's the bigger issue that i've got there who's dummying up these pictures you're bigger creep if you're making this fake than if it's real if it's real at least somebody goes to jail if it's fake i don't think we have laws against that yet where we pretended a five-year-old was waxing genitals
1: what the hell's going on that's like you're saying who what adult is going to sit there and let a five-year-old pull your pants down in front of a five-year-old that sounds like sex crimes there i agree with that Except for we live in a world
2: where people do uh, dentistry in people's houses for the discount.
0: Yeah, but it's not a five-year-old yeah, you not a know child that. just hasn't been cavity. caught yet. You don't know that a five-year-old right. might
2: be working the, the suction thing. This is why see, we're always battling see. the child
0: labor law. That's
2: right. That's why Mickey Rooney went to court. It just doesn't make sense to me that any of this goes on. But to me, it, oh, I'm here for the last. The simulation's been broken for a long time, and. Yeah, if you're getting waxed, and a five year old's even in the room, that's the
0: youngest esthetician, right? have no, no, heard no. of. And by far.
2: Probably, you know, the school. Did she qualify for the Guinness? <laughs> Did
0: you World get a record book? You know I what? Mean, that's the,
2: a good point. Now we have got photographic evidence of it. Youngest. They might not approve that pubic waxer. Is it's there fun. a guy in a blue blazer in the background? Now? Come on, I, I <laughs> have with a, a crest on his. Uh, I have a strict in the jacket. Words. If my pants are off, and there's a five year old in the room, very quickly my pants go back on. Very quickly. Like, could we get the five-year-old out of the room while I'm getting my balls waxed, please? Oh, no. It's my assistant. We're done here. You don't understand. Her hands go into the little tiny cracks, the nooks and no, no, crannies. I, I can't I get to. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go ahead and just get... I'm good. I'm going to go to an Asian. They've got little hands, too. <laughs> no, you don't understand. Like, that space between your balls and your beehole hole is, like, very hard for my big fingers to wax that. Her little baby hands can do it. Five years old. So, if your pants are off and there's a five-year-old in the room, you should go to jail. I think. The world's gone mad. The whole thing's gone crazy. You know how topsy-turvy it is, Brady? Yesterday, uh, Megan's dad wanted to have a meal and said, would you like to go to dinner? Sure. It was, uh, I was under the understanding that it was at Phoenix City Grill which is a hop, skip, and a jump from my house. A couple-mile walk. So I'm like, I'll hoof it over there. Uh, he's an elderly gentleman, so we ate at 4 o'clock. Perfect. You're fine with that, because then you can That's have second great dinner. Great time. Right. So I'm <laughs> yeah. uh, meeting him a little after 4. Uh, as I'm walking, uh, I get to 16th Street and Bethany Home, uh, which is at the site of my near-death. Brett was there, the Texas yeah. Grill. Yeah door swings open to the Texas. I shouldn't laugh. Texas. Oh, you should laugh. Because it's hilarious. The Texas door swings open. John! Huh? There's Megan.
1: He changed his mind. He wanted to come here.
2: I'm like, adios. <laughs> I'll this walk is- home.
1: <laughs> come on, please. I'm
2: like, no, I'm not going back in there. Is a- I almost died in there. So, <laughs> she convinces me. You went like, back? As her family. I went in there. I didn't need a thing. And I sat quietly, and the ladies what can I get you doll and I'm like I'm just a casual observer everybody had their food and whatever else my card's still up there I didn't look for your crap (laughs) (laughs) I got up and one of the waitresses says be easy on us tomorrow I'm like this is why I didn't eat here (laughs) you guys recognized me after you tried to kill me and she goes my husband or I think she said my boyfriend always tells me when you're talking about us you you tried to kill me and she goes I know it was a french fry It it was a lava hot potato and it nearly it put me in the hospital Sickness. morning sickness morning sickness and she just started laughing and I'm like and then we left and I said you guys ate so much and poop you have no idea that's it for bringing me in there. you know who didn't me Brett was there oh yeah. I was dying. What'd you do for dinner at five o'clock? Me, I, Dash, at four. I had, uh, <laughs> Some, I had some ziti and uh, meatballs from Eat Clean Phoenix. It was really good. I had a nice meal. I walked home. I, I hoofed it back. It was lovely. Good to see you guys. Hey, great to see you. And they're like, you're not gonna eat anything, and I'm like, I nearly died here. Uh, as I was being Heimliched in this room, someone put the drink on the table and said, "Jeez, I hope he's okay." And just get Brett can confirm. Oh, yeah, 100%. That. Drinks, drinks were delivered to our table during the Heimlich she, maneuver. She's reaching
1: under <laughs> him. Under him. Under him, him to, to put her up
2: on the table. And as you're dying, or feel like you're dying, and you're receiving the worst Heimlich maneuver ever, watch ah. Mrs. Doubtfire when he tries to fix Pierce Brosnan and throws him all over the restaurant. Toledo's just a little bit more violent. All, he's running able, across yeah, tables. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Toledo was lifting me and throwing me. He had no idea what he was doing. None. <laughs> Zero. But in the end, I swallowed whatever it was because I wasn't actually choking. It was stuck in, it was, a, it, I was being tortured by the in, burning. It, it was Burning. I was the old McDonald's lady. It was the, it was lava grease inside of a potato shell. And while I'm dying, drooling, spitting all over the place, <laughs> during the Heimlich, drinks were delivered to the table.
0: And the other table, look at that greenhorn. Can not even swallow a Texas They're fry?
2: Not a soul. I don't know if they were that in tune with what I was choking on. And it wasn't a Texas fry either. It was a cubed potato of death.
1: They were, Texas just, hoping you fry. Didn't, they were just hoping you didn't finish. That way, there's more for them. Are those Texas fries? I don't, I don't know. They're stopping. It. <laughs> it's not funny. Texas fry or otherwise.
2: I nearly died. I went to the hospital. The doctor was like, this is no good. This is called steakhouse syndrome. It burned, tortured, and made pockets in your swallowing hole. And uh, you can rupture it. If you try to throw up, which is all I did for an hour afterwards, it'll rupture. You'll never talk again. I'm like, oh, geez, I kind of need that. Scene of the crime. I go back there yesterday for the first time, and uh, they knew me. There's the pictures. (laughs) There it is inside. Now, again, the people seem very nice. And they got free cake. Because there was a bunt cake involved that was uh, brought with for Megan's mom. And-
1: let's see what those are. Are they Texas fries, as Brady says?
2: <laughs> no, they're not Texas fries. They're lava. They're lava A bowls. Texas
1: fried well, potatoes. Well, I know, I know yeah. Brady knows the menu. Top <laughs> of course. Of- By the way, evidently,
2: brand new menu looks very nice.
1: It is. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Let's not <laughs> see it. Let's you do that, that on your own time, you time, time, you weirdo.
2: <laughs> This was the place that used to fax Brady pretty regularly when they had specials. Uh, and, that, and we're not talking about in fax days. We're talking a few years ago. Yeah. Brady, Brady had a fax specifically for—it commu- was like the bat cave of fat people. It was like the communique of <laughs> when Texas Grill fired off the—
1: Special at the Texas Grill!
2: and the man would drive 41 miles for a special at the Texas Grill.
1: Oh, they won barbecue cook-off awards here, Brady. In what century—
2: the here, people there, I'll tell you this. The people there are very nice. And and it, it was packed full at the end. Not, oh, yeah. Okay, I mean, look but, at the size of the people. Not but, one person in there. Exactly. We had to, there, were, there was an occasion, we all had to get up out of the table, move the table so people could pass through to the hell place yeah, yeah, us. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last night, they're like, uh, we hate to do this. You guys are going to have to get up. There's people trying to get out of here. I'm like, there's aisles. You know what we're talking about. <laughs> Step aside, Slim. There are less apparatus to play with at a gym than what people need to walk around inside this place. Never seen anything like it in my life. Everyone's got a walker or a cane or some sort rascal of scooters, bike. stretch cage. They've got a <laughs> rascal scooters are parked all over outside. And nobody bats an eye to it. And you hit six of those. And then this guy walks by, he's 4,000 pounds, he's got a walker. And he looks at. The, he just got done eating like twenty pounds of chicken fried steak, and he looks over. Did you get the chicken fried
1: steak to the table? No, <laughs>
2: we should have.
1: Were they it. just giving Megan the stink eye the whole time? <laughs> Skinny brown
2: <laughs> <laughs> bitch hasn't had a second. Oh, you know what? All the waitresses <laughs> are in pretty tech. good chase. <laughs> so clearly, they're staying away from the meal. Yeah, well, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the employee meal is not being handed out too regularly. Anyway, I went back in. So that's how you know the world. I can't believe going you went back. Have. I did it because I'm kind. I'm proud of you. Well, I'm not eating there. We'll never eat there again. (laughs) That and the fact that you saw the meal before I ate it. We went there as kind of like a laugh. You were supposed to go, but I think you didn't like that it was for a laugh, so you boycotted the whole thing.
1: You're not going to embarrass me.
2: That is a serious establishment that I'm very friendly with the employees. I don't want you guys going in there mucking up my free deal. (laughs) And it wasn't Shepherd's Pie Day. Right, which I don't even know what that is, but I'm sure it'll kill you. Rise. Death Joking <laughs> <foe>. Del- <laughs> to death on that horrible thing. <laughs> Be easy on us, Holmberg. I'm like, that's well, why I didn't order anything. I knew somebody in here would recognize me. They seem very nice. Tip of the cap. That is a foe that almost killed me. I stay away because I'm not strong enough to eat that food.
0: Recipes all created by the legendary Jewish cowboy Steve Friedkin. That's right, of and course, he even bailed out. on
2: it. Like that dude yeah. didn't want anything to do with it anymore. There's your shepherd's pie, Brady. All right. That just is a mound of nothingness. So good. I was very impressed with Megan's dad though because he cracked open two biscuits before the food got there and prepared them for mopping.
1: <laughs>
2: this one was He's for the. Pro. This one's for the gravy. This one's for the steak juice. Mopping. He's going to mop up that plate when it was all gone. Also demanded the fat of the steak off another person's meal when well, he just chewed that up. <laughs> had to stop him. <laughs> <them. laughs>
1: so you went yeah. to, instead of Phoenix City Grill, you right. went to Texas? Yeah.
2: Okay. I, I didn't, get, but look, uh, I kind of got wrangled in and I I was walking.
1: Like, Damn it. You got a Waymo app?
2: I know. I was going to Waymo back, but I was being nice. It was, right to it, was somebody, it was a celebration. It was a celebration. It was a late celebration of someone's birthday. So, and the choice they'll have made. one next year. Yeah, the choice was made <laughs> that they they and it was, I got it was a bait and switch because I they were waiting for me to walk by the Texas Grill. Please come in! No, don't go! Don't go! I'm, like, I'm not going in there.
1: I that, so. It was a birthday, so so yeah. that means you had to pay too. Oh, I didn't know. No, no, no. refused. <laughs> 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 refused.
2: <laughs> no sir I will not i refuse and again you can have that place it's stronger than me it's a fight I will not win i'm chief joseph many rise. I will fight no more forever Texas girls it is yours to you have you own this corner and i no longer I, it was like a pokemon bottle battle i I lost that is not mine to win that is your corner but I was in there and I witnessed two deaths. And I've never seen that many blue hairs come in with I'm, nothing to live for. They don't care anymore. And the salt shakers are all half empty because everybody in there just pours salt all over the food. It's crazy. <laughs> Love it all you want. It's a wildly successful place. It tried to kill me. I bow to its power. You like mopping at your place. You like to mop up your plate after. You. They give you mops before the food gets there. Here's your mops. They said that. I'm like, mops? I'm like, biscuits. I'm like, oh. The mop-em-ups. And sure enough, there it was just a full-on mopping going on. Gravy, corn, taters, juice, fat. It's a good old-fashioned American meal. <laughs> Texas Grill, thank you yesterday for not removing me or spitting at me, but I'm pretty sure uh, Megan ate some cook seed. <laughs> and she deserves it for dragging me <laughs> What are you going to do? Uh, it's 724. What do you got on the big
1: board of musical treats there, bro? Right, wake up song brought to you by Action Ride Shop. And of course, uh, you know, they got hammered up there up north. So it's time to get up there, snowboard, get the skis ready. Or if you don't want to go up there, just hit the trails now. They got a full line of uh, all the mountain bikes you want. Pivot. Santa Cruz. <laughs> what? <John laughs> Rocky, Rocky Mountain. Scott Ainge just
2: emailed. So the hardest part of when a five year old waxes her genitals is staying in the lines. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. <laughs> That is gross. And then I got another email. that said, so what would you rather do? Uh, eat all three meals for a week every day at Texas Grill or have a five-year-old wax your genitals? Well, I'm going to break my rule. I'm going to let the five-year-old wax my genitals. I think that's going to be a safer thing for me.
1: I'd rather do time. <laughs> On that note, uh, go to action. <laughs> at least if
2: I get arrested with the five-year-old in my pants down, I'll get three good meals a day in jail <laughs> rather than the alternative. Oh, and then the other one, obviously, Guy Fieri or Texas Grill. I'm like, there's a difference?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Big difference. Uh, is
2: there? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Pretty sure that those meals are the exact same recipes. Salt. <laughs> uh, yeah, salt. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the same thing. Guy Fieri and that. That's his quality, that's his level. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry, I'm having flashbacks. Right. Go ahead, Bert.
1: All right, on the list. Uh... We got uh, Metallica, Deftones, Puddle Mud Psycho, Buckcherry Crazy Bitch, uh, Manson, Chimera, Avenged Sevenfold, Hinder, Use Me for the uh, Crazy Broad's Brother who was just yeah. taking it in the kitchen. <laughs> taking it in the uh, kitchen. Good damn name. <laughs> uh Ozzie, better album name. David Lee Roth Steeler Wheels Steeler uh, Wheels cuz that all goes down <laughs> with, the, with the broad, yeah. I see what's going on. Stuck in the middle. Stuck in the middle. You. Um
2: Around the Fur is good, but It's not a wake up song. <laughs> uh, we could go with a little crazy bitch. The beast and the harlot's pretty solid too, because it applies to everybody involved. Yeah, there's beasts, there's harlots, and they're on both sides. Hinder uh, song's not bad too. Hinder's good. Yeah, let's do "Use Me" by All Hinder. Right. All right, we'll go with that. Some we don't hear much. That's right. Good stuff. <laughs> This one says, "Do you remember when it was uh, Texas was called Lone Star?" Was Texas Lone Star? Yeah, I don't remember. that. They yet. had to change it because. Oh, that's right. Because Lone, Lone Star, Star showed from up, some Texas that's came what? in, and they what? had the. Uh, when did that happen? Trademark. Nineties, two thousands, early. Yeah,
0: like ninety three. Yeah, because Lone Star was
2: around the mid nineties. Yeah. Okay.
0: And there was a big naming contest at the at the original. Right, calm
2: building. down! I just asked you one question. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you asked. I don't want the history of Texas Grill as told by. The David Attenborough You got meals.
0: Texas fried taters for a year if you I'm Brady Attenborough
2: and welcome to Planet Food. <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> you go searching submersibles all over these in the kitchen area here at Viet Cong. It's out of control now. Okay, you